0: You are Locked on NC State, your daily podcast on the NC State Wolfpack, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, Wolfpack fans. It's me again, Kenton Gibbs, bringing you another episode of Locked on Wolfpack, and ladies and gentlemen, this episode is brought to you by the great folks over at rockauto.com. Rockauto.com has all the parts your car will ever need. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them locked on sent you. Now, I'm seeing more and more odds come out as the season, I mean as the season gets draws nearer and nearer. Okay. And I am telling you right now, they must have. Vegas must really have an infinity with giving money to NC State fans. They must really just believe that we're some of the most moral, upright people deserving of money that the world has ever seen. Let me tell you why. These, the predictions and the analytics and all that, for whatever reason, they are giving bets that are extremely favorable. Extremely favorable for NC State. And, and what I mean by extremely favorable is I mean the odd the numbers that we have to get over to win these bets are super super low. Like they're extremely low. Okay. So for example, I'm gonna start with overall win total. Okay. We've got um uh, we've got the over-under on wins being six and a half. Six and a half. Now, I'm, trust me, I am not a person who doesn't understand things can go catastrophically bad based off of all of about four injuries to this team. But even in that scenario, right, even in that scenario, we're still looking at a situation where you've got a NC State team that is only expected to win six and a half. So basically, if you bet on them and they win seven, you've won the bet, right? Now, again, let me help y'all out and let me take you through this schedule, game by game, bit by bit. We're gonna peel this thing back layer by layer so I can help just help y'all understand what I mean when I say these betting sites are giving money away. If you have half a brain and you believe in NC State, They are giving money away. So, six and a half is the total, right? Six and a half is the total, so basically they'd have to win seven. So, in essence, get to six. And if an ACC team that wins six, you're probably going to be playing a uh, group of five school in your bowl game. So, you'll probably get to seven. You'll, You'll probably get to seven, but... Who knows, we've seen things go wrong in that regard before. But again, let me just break down this schedule bit by bit, layer by layer for y'all. Because I I truly, I truly am like, I'm, I'm legitimately confused. I am not lying. I am not exaggerating. This is not a, a bit of hyperbole when I say like, wait a minute, huh? What's going on here? So, the first game, of course, is against USF at the moment we are 18 point favorites against usf hmm okay that's that seems to be fairly fairly just that seems to be a a fairly easy win then after that you got mississippi state even if we count it i'm for the sake of this argument here i'm going to count every game that like looks like eh, that could be up in the balance as like we're going to count half of those as automatic losses so the you get to win at US or you get the win with USF coming to the Carter, and then you go to Mississippi State, and I'll give you that automatic loss, sure. Then you got Furman, you're at two. Then you go to Clemson, or then Clemson comes to you. So we'll say lost there, you're two and two. Then you got uh Louisiana Tech, you're at three. Then you got Boston College. I'll even give them the other way on this one. I'll give it to Boston College, even though I think that we're a better team and we'll beat them. I That's no doubt in my mind. But anyway, so at the moment, you're currently at three. And then you got Miami. We'll say that that one goes the other way. Then you get Louisville. That puts you at four. Florida State, that puts you at five. Wake Forest, that puts you at six. Syracuse, that puts you at seven. And that's before you play the University of No Consequences, who honestly and truly, I keep saying this, and I don't know why more people aren't hearing me, with all of the talent that this team is, with all of the talent that that team is returning again you're losing almost the most production in the nation like you're you're losing a lot about 4000 yards worth like what what a majority of your team's touchdowns as far as receiving and, and rushing go and you're already at 7 and that's not even in- including a bowl game huh and mind you, I gave away any game that I'm thinking there is a chance that there that we lose this. Mind you, I gave you Boston College. I say hey, there's there's no way. Sure. Sure, in some imaginary way. I gave you Mississippi State. I am telling you, this is not an ad for a betting website. I am trying to tell you now, this is what I'm seeing. These are the numbers I got because I looked at this and I said, wait a minute now. Let me let me check out some of these odds because I'm not a better. Me personally, it's not it's not my uh forte, not my thing. But that to me, that seven and a half, huh? Safe you are so safe with that one. All the other bets are individual bets. And the thing that I'll tell you about individual bets, they're a little bit more tricky. When when you're talking terms of individual bets. So, for example, Ameka um, Mezzi's under over for yards for the season is eight hundred and one. Last year, he had a uh, seven hundred thirty-eight and five touchdowns, and so that eight hundred and one would be his uh, would be his career high, I believe, as far as um, as far as what we're looking at for uh, this season now. That one, I I think that's a little more, again, all of the individual ones are difficult because if a guy goes down, there's nothing you can do about that. You cannot control or depend on injuries. However, this one feels like one of the safer ones because if you average out his, his numbers from last year over a full schedule, he would be on pace for over 830 yards, right? And mind you, that's 830 yards with Devin Leary not being... At play for most of those, okay? So to me that one feels pretty safe. Bam Knight going for 922 rushing yards. That's that's the under that's the uh, under over 922 and a half, I'm sorry. So he would need to get 923 uh for you to for you to um uh, win this bet. Now there have only been 10,000 yard rushers in NC State history. Bam Knight and his running ability put him in a good space to be there. However, I think this one is a little less safe only because of the, number one, um, Ricky Persons, if he has a breakout year, if he is just, if he ascends his game to another level, not saying that this is, means that Bam is not going to be what we expect him to be, but if... Ricky takes his game to the next level naturally that's going to siphon off from touches not because Bam is not capable but simply because if you're doing the math I mean football more often than not is simply a war of attrition and if you are in a war of attrition and you can spread out the load over the course of a season that seems to be the the more uh, the obvious answer as opposed to saying we're going to get let this guy run the ball about 300 times this year like it just doesn't make sense right and not saying that he would need 300 to get to a thousand anyway but I'm you get my point in saying he's he's with a with his uh pace of 5.5 yards a carry last year he'd need 168 to hit the over right but my point is 168 divided by 12 that puts you at about um about 13 a game I, I want to say about 13 a game. So, with that being said, or actually, no, 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 that would put you at 14. I apologize. That would be 24 on top. Yeah, so that would put you at about 14 again. So, you're, again, it's possible. It's wholly possible, and it may work out in a way where um, Ricky being good allows them to have just go at it in waves, and you just pound down on defenses and lean on them, lean on them, lean on them, and they just wear down in the fourth, and that's where he does a lot of the work. But, you know, like I said, individuals are always a little risky. And especially for one of running yards when Bam is an all-purpose guy, right? He's he's gonna do some things in the kick return game. He's gonna do some things as far as uh rushing as far as rushing the ball, of course, and he's gonna do things as as far as a receiver out of the backfield. And then you've got Devin Leary's uh, yards and touchdown totals. Now his touchdown total to me is the much more attainable number uh than the yards total. Yards-wise, uh, he the number is 3,177 and a half. And touchdowns-wise, it is 24.4. Okay, I don't know why it's 0. .4 instead of 0. .5, because it, it, that literally just doesn't make sense. But whatever. Anyway, uh, when you're looking at that, you say to yourself, well, there were only a couple guys in the conference who threw for 24 or more touchdowns than Sam Holland and Trevor Lawrence last year. But you remember that season was shortened. And with his averages from last year, he was on pace for 35 touchdowns over... Oh, I'm sorry, 36 touchdowns. It was the 36-35 over 12 games. So that one seems very easy as well. Like I said, the 24 touchdowns one, I'm not really concerned about that one. That one is easy-peasy, limit-squeezy. Now, the 3,100 yards, the 3,177.5 yards, that one seems a little bit more difficult to me. But again, that one doesn't seem crazy. Like, it's it's just wildly unattainable. I mean, at the end of the day, he averaged 273.8 yards last year. Um, so, that tells me that he has some things going and that he has the ability to, to make these numbers. It, it's there. But all I'm saying is none of these bets are unattainable. Some are a little more difficult than others. But none are as clearly like, yo, somebody did not crunch these numbers correctly as the wins under over. Six and a half. And I'm going to tell you why in just a moment, why that is absolutely asinine. It could, because it just, it, again, it's just not ringing right for me. And, and this is the perfect way to go into betonline.ag. Because bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. This episode is all about making y'all money. So go on to bet online. All right. Football season is about to be here. The grass is being cut. The clips are being shown of camp. Camp is about to kick off for of colleges. It's already started for the NFL. Football is back, baby. Baseball season is in full swing as well. The NBA draft just happened. Everybody is getting it going. The NHL expansion draft and their regular draft just happened. Everybody's getting it going. So before the next pitch, or the next puck drop, or the next game, or the next preseason game, or scrimmage, or whatever is going to happen, head to betonline.ag and sign up today to get your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook expert. Use promo code LOCKEDON when you go, so they know we sent you. Like I said, this episode is about making money, and betonline.ag is the best place to do it. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. So, on top of all that is, all that is um, as far as what this team is or is not and, and what how we stack up against the conference for wins and losses, one of the more interesting things that I have found is that the uh, pro football-focused situation where they rated NC State as the second most underrated team in the country. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to tell you this is not, it's not hard. This is not a situation that just, it doesn't make sense. Uh, pro Football Focus named five sleeper teams. it was Texas, NC State, Nevada, Memphis, and Missouri. Two Wolfpacks on there back-to-back. But anywho. Let me tell you why this is what is having me going nuts telling everybody who will listen. Go bet everything that you have on this over, okay? We had a situation last year where we played less out-of-conference teams, where we played a, a schedule that I don't think was super tough, but I think that we, because of injuries, it was a lot tougher than it had to be and we were able to get eight wins last year, with Bailey Hockman leading us for most of them. We are bringing almost everything back. And granted, Aleem McNeil has looked great in Lions camp so far. Everybody who has anything to say about Aleem McNeil has raved about the man from day one, which, you know, I mean, not to toot my own horn, but a toot-toot, because I saw this coming. I was excited on draft day when it happened, and I I knew what was going to happen here, but that's another story for another time. This team is bringing almost everything back from a squad that won eight games. And people are like, yeah, they're going to win one and a half less this year with, first of all, that doesn't make sense because of sheer volume. Anytime that you're expanding out the volume, unless you're moving, increasing the difficulty exponentially, the ability to at least get back to where you were last year seems very plausible seems super feasible. Doesn't seem like a theme that's like, um, there's no way. We're we're not gonna we're not gonna make it there. So I mean I'm just I <sighs> anywho, there were a lot of folks who had arguments for how um NC State was, was not a a underrated team and, and this is this is very funny to me because Pro football focus has been very anti NC State in, in certain ways and and for, them, for their guys to say, oh, they're one of the most underrated teams in the country, it, it really does say something about what this team is bringing back. I am an eye test guy. I'm like a, I'm like a, um, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not a, a true a true traditionalist in that my eye test is above all else. Because trust me, the analytics mean something to me too. But I'm like 60-40 eye tests, right? Because sometimes, especially in football, the analytics can be misleading. The analytics can be very misleading in football if you are not. Sometimes there can be things. For example, the, uh, the there was a chart of teams and how much production they were losing. NC State was allegedly losing a lot of offensive production. And I was trying to like piece together how that made sense. And then I realized, of course, oh, yeah, Bailey Hockman was the starter for most of the season. So all of his, any stat that is Bailey's is technically lost production. That percentage of our passing yards, of our rushing yards, of our passing TDs, carry Angeline uh, receiving touchdowns, all of those are considered lost production. So I get it. I understand. But what I'm saying is, this team is being named as one of the most underrated in the country for a reason. For a reason. Okay? I'm, there, it's, the, it's hard for me, and I'm sorry because words are beating me up at the moment because I'm so giddy seeing these things that it's I'm so giddy because there's so much, so much, so much to be made as far as uh going the the underovers and all that. Let me explain this to you very simply, okay? The the fact of the matter is, you're returning a majority of your production on defense you're returning a majority of your production or you're replacing that production with somebody better on offense and you're telling me that they're going to win less games over a more lengthy schedule i i'm, a, I'm a, i tell you what i don't i don't get it i don't understand it because again this is a situation where i have been on record saying i think this team wins double digits multiple times I have been saying that for as long as ever since I saw this schedule and ever since I got the uh, announcements of all the guys that were coming back. I said, yeah, this is a 10-win season. Has to be. But seven, seven and a half? Come on, man. Come on. Come on now. All you got to win is seven out of these games? Again, if we're looking at you win all of the, the winnables, and you only lose to a Clemson, you're looking at 11 wins. Because to me, there's no other game on this schedule that I'm like, there is no way in which that is winnable. No way. Because like I've already said, Mississippi State, Mike Lee's going against everything that that culture is. Boston College, I mean, Halfley's cool. He's really charismatic. He is the type of guy that uh, when you hear him talk, You'll think like, oh man, I really want to run through a brick wall for that guy, which is good. But at the end of the day, that doesn't it's not about your X's and your O's, it's about your Larry's and your Joes. That's that's just the fact of the matter there. And then you look at Miami, again, the timing of Derrick King's ACL tear to now, um, somebody is not telling the truth. Either he didn't tear his ACL, or he's not as healthy as they say he is, or his ACL, he got the super soldier serum that they had on Captain America, and that they had on the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and he's taking every dose of it that he can find. Because, again, this man didn't tear it in the beginning of last season. If he tore it at the beginning of last season, it would make sense. He tore it in the bowl game. Uh-huh. What? So, again, that is a very winnable game. And then you go down to uh, the, the University of No Consequences, who, honestly— I think that they'll look very good because of because of their schedule. I think that they'll look really good early in the season. I think they'll look very good early in the season, but as time goes on and things kind of start to level out, and you start playing better teams and better teams and better teams, I, I think that'll kind of level itself out. I think that'll kind of level itself out because we we see the uh, they open up at Virginia Tech, Georgia State, Virginia. Uh, Georgia Tech, Duke, Florida State, Uh, you know, you you look at those and you're like, hmm, there isn't too many games in there that should give those boys a lot of problems, but then you look at the back half of the schedule and you got uh, Notre Dame and Miami back to back and um, you got us as well to end it off and you're like, hmm, this could be a situation where things could get sticky for them. I I don't think, I don't believe in uh, Virginia Tech and Burmeister at all. in a a meaningful way. I think that they have a really light schedule for the most part, but the fact of the matter is still simple. That is not a team that I'm like, there's no way we can beat them. They are light years ahead of us and I just need to accept that. So there's, and again, that team is extremely dependent upon one player being healthy. Because if Golden Boy Sam goes down, whoo, uh, that's going to be a tough time for them. That's going to be a real tough time. So I'm just saying. It's, again, this the the fact of the matter is these folks are trying to give away money and I would advise y'all go pick it up. I would advise y'all go pick it up. I would prefer you go to betonline.ag to pick it up, but it, it don't matter to me. Wherever you go pick it up, go get you that money. Six and a half? Oh, yeah, everybody and their mom needs to... Listen, take out a second mortgage on the house. And put it all on that, them winning seven. Okay? I'm joking. Gamble responsibly, folks. Gamble responsibly. You never know what could happen. You never know. But, any auxiliary funds that you got to do any betting, any playing around with, <laughs> that is an easy, easy, easy one right there. That is almost akin to saying, uh, betting on Trey Young making one layup during a game or one floater. Like, it. It, it's gonna happen sooner or later. You just gotta kind of wait it out. But again, the fact of the matter for me when I look at this is simple. This is nothing to think about. NC State is clearly correctly listed as one of the most underrated uh, teams in this in the uh, country. And, and there's to be an underrated team, you have to be good at the end of the day. Because many people have us, I believe that many people have us right on the outside of the top twenty-five. But if you're right outside the top 25 and folks are calling you underrated, well, um, I got news for you. That means you're one of the better teams in the country. That means you're going to have the ability to win over seven games. That's that's just what that means. So like I said, go ahead and rack up some money. Go ahead and, and make sure, like I said, any auxiliary funds you got, go on over. Go on over to online and make it happen, all right? And another place that you need to take your auxiliary funds, but well, I guess they wouldn't be auxiliary if you're going here, is rockauto.com. rockauto.com is the place to be because with the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. So why endure the often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning about your vehicle and wait while the person behind the counter orders parts on their computer, choosing only the brand that their warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket, and you're probably listening to me talk to you right now on one of them. So save time and money when using Rock Auto, as you don't even got to get out of bed to use it. You don't even got to get out of bed to do it. And don't spend 30 to 50 or even 100% more for the same parts at a chain store or car dealership. Go to Rock Auto. It's a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Go to their, go explore their easy to use website today to find the solution to your auto parts needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car truck right locked on in the How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. So, family, we're about to land this thing. But I I I've never, again, no fluff pieces, no hit pieces, right? Like if somebody told me, hey Ken, we're going to take this betting up to nine and a half. Like this team has to win 10 in order for you to make money off of that bet. I would be a little more hesitant. I believe they're going to make 10, but you know, I don't get me wrong. I'm not a better. I've already realized that's not for me. Not my, not my deal, not my gig. But if somebody told me you got to bet that they win 10 or they have to win 10 in order for you to get this, get this money, I'd be a little more hesitant. If you said eight, I'm like, mm, I'm a little more comfortable with that. Seven, seven, man, I'm comfortable with eight. I'm good with eight. I'm like, yeah, I can, they can do eight. They can definitely do it. Seven, that's it. Six and a half is the under over. I'm telling you, I am telling you, this is one of those moments where it rarely ever works, works in a way that the disrespect that we get on a national stage works in our favor. This is one of those moments. The national disrespect has reached a fever pitch as far as these betting sites go because I have I I get it. I get it. The the people whose job is to talk about like how they feel about things or give their opinions about things, yeah, it's cool to to, you know, dump on whatever team you want to dump on and pump up whatever team you want to pump up. Sure. Yeah, whatever. It doesn't matter. But when you're talking about betting sites, normally betting sites are like Nah, we got it nailed down, buckled down. We we are, it's set up for the house to win. So we gonna want the house to win on everything. This is one of those bets that's like, the house is giving you something. The house is giving you a prize horse. Don't look it in the mouth. Go put some money down on it and go make yourself some bread, all right? Thank you all so very much for coming out. I appreciate you all. The numbers keep growing. The family keeps growing. I'm glad that you all are, are sending my shows out to more people. And um, by all means, Make sure you all send me some uh, questions or suggestions or things that you want to hear me talk about on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook. Uh, It is LO underscore Wolfpack on Twitter. Um, On Facebook, you can just, you can uh, send a personal message or write something on the wall of my personal page and uh, I'll be sure to talk about it on the show. Thank you all so very much. I appreciate it. I appreciate y'all coming out and having a great time with me. Peace and love, y'all. And as always, go Pack. You are Locked On NC State, your daily podcast on the NC State Wolfpack, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.